Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Hair Razor podcast. We would like to thank everybody who listened to our podcast last week. Uh, we had tens of listeners, um, but we hope that keeps growing. And so we're going to uh, kick off this podcast with some important news. What What happened? Oh, let's just get into the podcast. <laughs> Bush. Bush. Well, as everybody probably knows... College game day is coming to Brookings on Saturday, which everybody's super excited about. There are logistics still being figured out, but the big questions we have is where on campus is college game day going to go? What do you think, Eric? That's not my big question. What's the question? What what is your big question? My big question is where does this rank in importance to the state of South Dakota or even the Jackrabbits in general? Where do you guys put that? I think this is the biggest thing to happen to SDSU football ever. I mean, to be entirely honest with you, it's going to put us on the map in front of the entire nation. We have played on, you know, in front of the entire nation in the semifinal games in football, uh, basketball, NCAA tournament. But this is the only thing on Saturday morning on ESPN, and it is a huge deal. And I think football, you're absolutely right. Where do you look at in terms of SDSU in general? Where do you put it with? The 2012 men and women winning the Summit League at the arena. That was the first time the men go to the uh, NCAAs. You know, where does this... I saw a lot of things on Twitter today. We got mayors challenging mayors. We got all kinds of things going on. Where do you guys put this? Is this is this number one? Is it in the top five? Where, where do we go with game, I think, game day? I think it's the biggest event this area will have ever. And the only thing I can probably put, even just on the SDSU campus, is... The largest outdoor concert in South Dakota ever was at the Dana with Luke Bryan. And I don't remember what that number was with attendance. I think it was like 25,000. But That's I probably get... the only thing you don't remember, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that from what I'm understanding, it's people coming up because this is their, you know, this is bucket list stuff. Regardless if you're a Gopher fan, a Yoke fan, an Augie fan, USF. This isn't just South Dakota State. This is the region. Yeah, I mean, I I have known people and have given a lot of people grief uh, in the past of coming up to Brookings and not going to the football game, saying, how can you come to Brookings and not go to the football game? Well, this, this weekend, the game is sold out, and it's because of game day, and it was pretty close before, but I walked up to a few people at work today and said, I give you full permission to come to Brookings Come tailgate, go to game day, and then go watch the game in the bar because that's the atmosphere we need to have is is we need to have 20 or close to 20,000 people inside the stadium and, you know, 25,000 or 30,000 outside for game day. It just, it just needs to be packed full of blue. So if we are going to say, hey, that's right up there towards number one in the state, big event, that type of thing, is this a distraction at all? Does it do anything? How does this affect a, a football player? It, it has to. I mean, I mean, you have the biggest event other than, I mean, for football-wise, I mean, you went to the semifinals and the quarters the last two years, and, you know, you kind of went on the road. You didn't have to deal with the on-home distraction. Um, I don't know what ESPNL does, but I know they're there now. I know they're going to be asking questions, and I know they'll be talking to coaches and the players. And you guys, remember, we have a young team, but a really darn good young team. And uh, 
it's got to play a little bit into it, but you know what? From what I understand with these coaches and how much they adjust, these guys are going to be ready. It's They'll well, block it out. And honestly, I think it's not only a dis- distraction for SDSU, but they're going to do some pieces on NDSU. I mean, let's be honest. NDSU is a seven-time or eight-time, I can't even remember now, national champions in the FCS. Um, part of the reason that the game day is coming to Brookings, we have to admit, is because we're playing NDSU, but it's not mm-hmm. just because we're playing NDSU. It's one versus three, and that's the. I mean, that's the big thing. If JMU was coming to Brookings this weekend, there's a very good chance that game day was coming. But F, uh, ESPN is showcasing the Dakota marker SDSU NDSU. It's a rivalry. It's a big deal, and we have to. You have to look at that. But they're also going to do stories on NDSU. They're going to be talking to NDSU coaches. They're going to be talking to NDSU players. Mm-hmm. So I think it's as big a distraction for NDSU as it is for SDSU. The only difference is it's going to be on campus. But when when NDSU gets to campus on Friday, they're going to be doing other things than than their typical practice. Um, I would assume because they're going to be a part of the game day as well. And so I think it's a distraction for both teams. So I kind of throw a little bit of that, you know, whole distraction out. I think both teams are going to be focused coming into the game, though. Oh yeah, right. I think it's it's still going to be a great football game. Yeah. That's probably not going to play a lot into it right after those first quarter jitters, just like any other mm-hmm. major event. Get out of the way. So what do you expect on Saturday? Um, I'll say this: these two teams have played each other. I can't even on the count, on my hands count. How many times they've played probably in the last five years between regular season playoffs. These teams know each other. And once I think when that whistle blows and that ball is kicked off, it's just down to football head on head. So we're talking matchup now? SDSU, NDSU, matchup game or we're over game day? I just we don't have enough details on game day. <laughs> okay. We don't know anything about game day. Me. So to him. So well, let's get to the NDSU game first before we break that down. Where do we think the game day should set up? Personally, I think it needs to be on the south side of the stadium with the stage set up so that way you can see the big jackrabbit, promote that thing, promote that stadium. I think we have the best stadium or one of the best stadiums in the FCS. It's way better than the shopping mall up north that uh, that those hairy, hey, hairy cows exact, play in. Don't, that's don't exactly. bash Northern State. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. I don't think that's open anymore. Oh no, Northern's still up there. <laughs> no, well, of course, if they pulled off the same number they pulled in Fargo and have to go downtown, that that's horrific. Yeah, but your backdrop in Fargo is is exactly is so the we, Fargo we dome. That place want, is a we dump. We do not want that. Correct. Correct. It, I think it needs to be on campus. I hope it's by the stadium. Uh, Ryan was doing a little uh, little research. Yeah. And what 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 were you thinking? Well, when that when the SDSU posted that, and they had you know everybody around uh, the table with a picture, I zoomed in real quick and found out that was the SDSU campus map. And when yeah, I looked, you could see the blue in the parking lot. Yeah, lights. when I looked at that nice big pen, it was pointing right just north of the campanile, right there on the green. And you know, if that's where they put it, that's pretty centrally located. I'm guessing parking they're looking at. Work people can part walk in um ideally i would love to have it right there on the south side of the stadium with that nice beautiful logo facing uh, game day mm-hmm. but you know wherever it is it's going to be a bucket list item there's going to be so many people there and just ready this could be once in a lifetime type deal i mean especially for fcs teams and i know that it's been in, in fargo twice but 
I don't know when they'll go back to Fargo because, I mean, it's getting to a been there, done that type deal, and they can go to a lot of other places. It's been to JMU. It's never been to Montana. I mean, and Montana is a perennial power in the FCS and has been for a long time. So this is a big deal. Well, and frankly, shout out to the Badgers for having the most horrific loss in, in their history. <laughs> a shout out to the uh, Illini, yeah. That's right. You, know, you guys want to... Because if Wisconsin wins that football game, we're not having this discussion. You want one of those linear things that's kind of a unique... Willie Jones, who played at SDSU, is an assistant trainer, a strength and conditioning guy at Illinois. So an Illinois beat... Willie kind of actually sent that back, and shout out to Willie. He, uh, he, I know he's been at uh, Illinois for about five, six years doing his thing. But it's kind of funny how you look back, and yeah, there was a Jack involved in that game. Yeah, I mean it's it's I mean it's one of the biggest things to happen, not only in the history of SDSU, but also in the state. I mean, there's going to be it's going to be bigger than Hobo Day. Um, so I said it's going to be Hobo Day on crack. Yeah, and and. <laughs> Don't know what crack is like, but nor have I. But I've seen what happens <laughs> to people seen. when they go on crack. Um, but if it is over by the Campanile, that gives plenty of everybody plenty of time. The tailgate lots open up at six o'clock. We plan to be there a little bit before six. Hopefully, we may have some people sneak in there before six to get our stuff at least saved. Where we always tailgate, we don't need any of the hairy hairy cows from up north taking any of our spots, which they shouldn't be able to anyways. And then we'll get everything set up. It is by the Campanile. That is not that far of a walk. We can walk down there. Uh, we got to make some sort of banner or raise the hair razor banner. Get this. Uh, get a little national spotlight for the hair razors. I'm five eight. I can't do that for you, man. <laughs> we'll figure out. Right, we'll I'll, figure something. I'll get out. on your shoulders. Like you sit on Mark's right. shoulders. <laughs> well, then we can put you on crack. Well, I don't want crack. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna move to the game then. SDSU NDSU. Uh, Ryan, why don't you break it down for us? Oh. Have you watched any NDSU games this year? You know, <laughs> I did for three minutes, and I just couldn't do it anymore. So, to be honest, it's, it's, so, it is going to, I mean, the games are going to resemble what they are. And SU likes to take control of the clock, pound it down your throat, take time, make you screw up. They pounce on that screw up, and then there's the game. Um, the way SDSU is playing, they're just recovering. If they have a mishap, they're learning. They're catching up. And what what separates a lot of the NDSU games that we have, this defense is fast. Our quick, defense, the ours, SDSU defense. Our yes. SDSU quick. Not defense to say is, NDSU's defense isn't fast, but no. Yeah. But these guys are playing peak right now, and with Jabori healthy, uh, the running game going, and I said that. It, I think the big difference between us this year compared to previous years is we have a lot of depth one is our defense is much better like you were saying but we have a lot more depth on our defensive line and i i don't think we'll get worn down as much i don't think we'll have as many you know hopefully long third down conversions that's where we beat our head against the wall constantly against ndsu um and i think our offense is much more balanced it isn't just throwing the ball down the field to win a key and goddard we have i mean we have a stable of running backs probably three of the best for sure, two of the best, and potentially three of the best running backs in all of FCS, or for sure top six. NDSU also always has good running backs, but I, you know, once in a while I wonder if their running backs are just really good, or they just always have that good of an offensive line. But it's going to come down to, I think, a few plays. You know, Coach Eck has a few things up his sleeve that we sure. have not seen before, 
And I'm kind of excited to see maybe what that is. Well, and another thing you have to remember, too, is that the green and yellow, they have a rookie at quarterback, too. Yeah. I mean, this this is going to be an environment that he's used to 19,000 on his side. What happens when you turn the tables? I mean, that's... That's a big question. They went on the road to Illinois State um, and really beat up on a what I don't think is a great Illinois State team. And to be honest, I think the Valley as a whole is down this year other than SDSU and NDSU. I mean, entirely. It, I mean, Youngstown State just got rolled by Southern Illinois. You and I kind of finally beat up on USD after a while. And after they got rolled by NDSU, you knew they were going to come out a little bit hot, you know, to beat up on on USD. But I think it's a it's a two horse race, and that's us and NDSU, and that's why this game, as always, every year is so big. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about field goals? How, how, oh, how, Chase how, needs to get it right. together. Uh, I didn't want to be bring it up, but so, this could come down to we can't well be not be. we cannot and, be missing extra points against and, Bison. And or, maybe he'll maybe this is the game he gets dialed in. I think he's nervous. He wants to be in the NFL. He's got a famous uncle who, taking a step back to college game day. Speaking of of Adam Vinatieri, he has said he will only be there in spirit, so he's not going to be the one picking picking the game. So who's who's the celebrity picker? I think mine's good. What? what <laughs> your you're going to be the celebrity picker, no, right? I, I don't think this podcast has reached the point for you no, to be our celebrity picker. Yet. I, I when when Matt Zimmer put that out, I think Adam Timmerman is a great old school. He bridges the gap from D two D one, two time Super Bowl champ. I can also see him getting crazy and bringing like Kevin Costner or something. Well, kid. that was one that came to my mind because Kevin Costner is the Buffalo Slayer in Dances with Wolves, and what do we need on Saturday is a Buffalo Slayer. Two socks is not going to be in the building. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it would be awesome if if Jim Langer would have been the picker, but you know he is no longer with us, which is really unfortunate. Um, but he would have been a very cool a cool picker because you know Hall of Famer part of the undefeated Dolphins team. Um, I thought it would be really neat if the Eagles would have had a bye game and you could have brought Carson Wentz and Dallas Goddard out, out there. That would have been really cool. I mean, there's there's a lot of connections out there. I broke it down. When, when I came up with Timmerman, I came down with this. Well, as we found out, I think Zenner got cut this morning. So he's an opportunity. He could be a possibility. He could be around. Um, everybody, we have Macy Miller, Dom, all these guys are they're all overseas. overseas. Yep. They're, they're not coming nope. back for this. So, I mean, when I started, I saw Zenner got cut this morning. Timberman was my first. But, you know, they could have somebody from South Dakota who we're not even thinking. Tom Brokaw? What do you think, Eric? What about, what, he's a USD. Where, where did Steve Hyden fall in on your uh, list? You know, Steve is such a quiet guy that I don't even – he's with the Cardinals. So, I don't know what if that would be something but i mean he was a legend back in our day when we played absolutely you know, third round I mean, pick yeah oh yeah but I mean, you know timmerman he's right in iowa i mean he's a two yeah. three hour drive away they can pretend to fly Super him Bowl in champion I mean, two times that, that's the good yeah. football connection but yeah. you're right i can't quite think of the celebrity uh, you connection. know I don't know you know Bob Barker's you know, up to the, the one out from left field that i think and they're not from south dakota it kind of goes along the kevin costner is big and rich they sing the song for game day. They have adopted Deadwood in western South Dakota kind of as their own. They love South Dakota. I think there's a chance there, albeit, I mean, that's out in left field. That's about as good as two Sox hosting this thing, I think. It's big and rich. They kick off, the, they they kick off game day. How do, maybe they'll show up anyways, won't even be the celebrity pickers. When do they announce that? Is that Friday? 
I think they, it's when they get off the bus. Is that well, just, right? I mean, there's going to be like uh, cameras out at Brookings yeah. International as they Brookings land. International. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Herb Street's getting on a wheels up plane and flying right out of Brookings. Right? Gate three at the Brookings <laughs> International. Uh, back back to the game. Um, yeah, it, it's it's going to come down to I think Trey Lance and Jabori Gibbs, which one's going to make the most plays? Because really, neither one has seen a prolific defense so far, and. This is the first game where I think fresh redshirt freshman nerves might come into play. It's one versus three. Yeah. It's that dang good of a game. Yeah. So uh, I, we don't we don't have any. Have we had any poll questions? I, I guess the biggest poll question could be who could win. I don't know. That should not be a question. Who's going to win? And if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, it's going to be SDSU. Um, I don't know. We had a few other things to talk about, but well, we're not talk- going to talk about basketball until basketball kicked off. This 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 is not time to talk about basketball. Hendo, you're the best. We'll get to you though. Talk about basketball here either next week or the week after. Well, yeah, maybe we should talk about last week's uh, last week's. Well, we'll come, if we're going to talk about polls, we'll go to last week's too that we posted after the uh, podcast. And the first one we did was when Gojacks football is playing on the road. Would you rather? Be at a watch party or at home, and 63% of you say at home, and uh, I don't blame you some days. <laughs> watch parties can be a lot of fun, unless you're... Ryan would also like to be at your home, too. <laughs> yeah. Send me an address, we'll hang out. Yeah. And then next, the other... Next away game, Ryan will come to your place. <laughs> yeah, we'll be like the you betcha guy. We'll start setting tents up in your backyard and drinking bush light. Uh, and then the other last poll we had last week was, uh, so which one is it? It's a hot dish or casserole? And sorry, Phil, but the hot dish did win at 64%. That's because so. you're all, everybody's from South Dakota and they call it a hot dish. Well, yeah. Food is in Iowa. Di- well. Which brings us, speaking of food, one of our commenters said, talk more football. I feel like we've talked a lot of football. What are we doing for tailgating? We're going to be there early. We're going to have a lot of t- lot of hours to tailgate. Thoughts? Sounds like ribs are high on everybody's uh, list to bring from what I've seen. Early returns. Early returns or ribs? Early returns are showing ribs. Yeah, and I will be bringing a garlic-infused sausage that we no, will okay. smoke. <laughs> we're still talking Whoa, about food. We're still talking about food, right? Oh, easy, you guys. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, we are going to have pheasant poppers again brought up. So that uh, we can always look forward to that. We're gonna bring the Traegers, bring some Traegers up, cook some ribs. At some point, Thumper, we're having a Hair Razors versus your group uh, rib cook-off. This is not the weekend for it, but we're gonna have a rib cook-off before the end of the year, and we need to find a celebrity celebrity judge. Well, since since he's best friends with Thune, why doesn't he? Well, bring you bring Thune. Thumper, you bring Thune. We'll go. We'll go find <laughs> Hendo and see if we can't make this happen. I like that's, it. That's a great idea. Hey, what's the worst going to happen? Everybody eats? Yeah, the worst that could happen is everybody eats. I'll tell you, those guys do great food. I know we do great food. And, you know, it's it's and, all about that South lot. You know, it's a good group of people. I mean, we're always sampling each other's food, giving yeah. comments, uh, suggestions. And it's all in good fun. But, yeah, they're a great group. And it's fun to ha- be in the lot that we're at because it's just good people. You guys get together and compare the size of your Traegers. Always yeah. a good time. I think I think uh, there will be a larger Traeger. Don't mess than with my mine. Traeger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, comparing Traegers. Do we want to talk about Indiana State 
I mean, we won. The first quarter was a little bit Started sloppy. Slow. Started slow, as we do. Can't do that this weekend. Nope. And, you know, it could have been. Everybody talked about the Wisconsin game as a look-ahead thing. Maybe SDSU just had a little skosh of look-ahead playing an Indiana State team that you're supposed to beat. And well, I bet you were much better than. Yeah. They, they started up seven. They should have went up 14. Um, yep. Chase accident, you know, Shane went that off the pole. That led to a drive. Um, Indiana State's touchdowns, I mean, one that one got, you got mossed. Yeah, last yeah. night you know, I mean, they he had, had six seven, guys, seven six guys, guys around him. Unfortunately, and, that guy was six five, and our guys weren't. No, that's the tough part about being short. That, that is the definition of high pointing of football. But they got through it. They looked great the second th- uh, three quarters, really. Yeah. And you know, no injuries. Uh, our no our injuries running backs look great. And you know, like I said, Pierre Strong in a tweet. It just hit me. That guy runs like Adrian Peterson back at Oklahoma in the first few years at Vikings. He just has a power stride and a cut on him that once you get going, you're not stopping him. And um, one other person that is getting better each and every game is the Yankee, is the Jackson Yankee. I would like to see him catch a punt in the air so it doesn't bounce. But that dude continues to make, I mean, Youngstown State made a big catch towards the end of the game to get us that, you know, third down conversion. This past game, he keeps making big catches. He's just a big target out there. And he's a good compliment to Cade and Adam Anderson because you can get Cade on a crossing route and he can go for a touchdown at any point. And I think, guys, I mean, defenses lock in on Cade, lock in on Pierre, and suddenly there's Yonke making, just making the 10, 15-yard <laughs> catch that you need just to keep moving the ball. There's Yonke, and then you th- throw CJ in there for the Yeah, and then you have CJ Wilson, who's I mean, the fastest guy in the team. And our, our offense... When when Gibbs is rolling is is really nearly unstoppable. It's gonna come down to the trenches, boys. It's that's football one on one. If you can win the line, you'll win the game. And it, those guys, I guarantee, you after this game, both sides, they're gonna be tired, beat up, and bruised. Yep. It's a good thing we play who Missouri State afterwards, win or lose. Yeah, win or lose. It's, or it's lose. still on the schedule. Yep. <laughs> win or lose, we still have to play Missouri State. So hopefully, I mean, that's a little bit of a gimme game. So if you have your bumps and bruises, you can get over them in that game and move on to the game after. But we got to get through, like Stigoy says, 1-0. and If we're breaking out the fireball right now. We, we started we started fireball. the podcast taking a shot of fireball before. We take shots of fireball before we head into tailgating. Um we're in, in moderation. We, in moderation. Remember, in moderation. So is it Saturday yet? We're no. still on Monday, huh? We're still on Monday. We're, we're through That's Monday, right. though. But you know what, though? This is the best part about something like this, is that we already knew this was going to be a big game. All the news around this between the TV outlets, the ESPN, both sides, we get to talk SDSU football for almost 24 hours for the next seven days. I mean, how awesome is that? Four days? I don't care what. Five days? <laughs> from the start, whatever. From the from the end of the game when let's, they announce it, when uh, they announce uh, yesterday, math it's is like, hard. <laughs> that's not my specialty, man. Ryan's in marketing. So yep. yeah, I mean, so come out to our tailgate. We're hoping to. Uh, we'll have everything set up. Swing by, stop by, whatever you do. And one last hi. thing: um, if you go to this. Go hard, have fun, enjoy this. And wear blue. Do not yep. wear yellow. Do not wear gray. SDSU fans, wear blue. My other piece of advice, when you're in that stadium, before you go to the game, wear your cowboy boots. 
pound them on those bleachers because that is going to be loud. We don't just cheer on third down when we're on defense. We start cheering right away when we're on defense. We need to be loud for this redshirt freshman quarterback. Oh, and by the way, just for you people that are just coming to their first game this year, we stand on third down and we can stand for the game. It's okay. The seats will be there. So have fun. Enjoy the week. Uh, A lot will happen here by the time next week comes around, but... It's going to be electric. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Thanks Thanks for tuning in. Hey, go big. Go, go blue. Go, go Jacks. Yes, and we'll see you on Saturday. Thanks.